Did I just share an old one? Tim, it's it's 11.15. It's time to start. I, I just shared an old one. I literally went to someone who liked the Morning After Minute Show video, and he liked the one about Easter. That was... That was just a post. That was just a post, Tim. Tim, we're, we're live. We didn't do an Instagram. What time did you get here? 10.50. My normal time. I got here at my normal time. This is not my fault. Five. I shared an old video. Which waiting for if you're on a three three? The audio's two, two. already on. I hate you. I hate you so much sometimes. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday, boys and girls. Wow, what a weekend. I, I know for all of you in the NFT space, it was tough. You were hoping to mint an other deed in the Yuga Labs new metaverse, the other side, and those insane gas wars. Am I right? Gas prices were crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about, but Rebecca Young says, I just had my first child. Oh, it was two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you are watching this show after giving birth, that poor child, but this is, this is way better. It's Rebecca's husband. I feel better now. Listen, this is exciting. Tim's talking about NFTs. I don't understand I, any I of get it. that people were hoping to possibly buy into the Board Ape Yacht Club ecosystem, but... You didn't have enough ape coin to make it happen, and then you realized the ETH needed to get through. The transaction was outrageous, and then you saw how much people were selling them for the very next day. That uh, that $12,000 investment went for $250,000 24 hours later. That just sounds foolish. It does sound foolish. You know I was unable to buy into the system. It's okay. Sounds like, I, I watched sounds like from the Florida outside. real estate right now. I watched from the outside. What a flip. It was a blast. All wow. that being said, yesterday was Sunday. And apparently this is NFTs today. No. This is the this morning, is the morning after. after. I wasn't ready, Tim. I wasn't ready to hit the button. I do the Sunday and this is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. done 189 of these but there's a couple like that didn't have numbers we've done more than 190 of these and we don't know what we're doing and including an on location in the dr remember that one i do that's what i'm saying like how are we so bad at this i mean that's just what makes it better good morning everybody i'm andrew this is tim and uh we do this every monday we get together each and every monday we we talk the week in ministry that was and that might include nfts that might include the nfl draft it i can assure might you might include a rough weekend for our tampa bay rays my uh my weekend did not include any nft talk or googling or or any of the things but i it's twitter I watched, andrew I watched they, they all live on twitter I like Twitter. Elon Musk owns it. Not quite yet. He's going to. He practically does. Elon's also a big uh, crypto guy, so that that could be uh, so beneficial. Maybe we should all invest in our electric cars and our cryptocurrency, or gold bars. Buy gold bars, people. Yummy. Stephanie says, "Welcome to my life, Andrew." I can't imagine. Is it weird that sometimes your wife and I have way more in common than you and I have in common, <laughs> or that you and your wife have in common? We watch the same TV shows. It's true. We. We love the late 90s, early 2000s teen soap. You do. And not just the soap that has glitter in it, but like the soap opera. Oh, I know. Yes. I'm well aware but of this. But I do like some glitter soap. Of the soap you were talking pretty. about. Makes me feel pretty. Andrew, I had some iPhone issues over the weekend. It was tough. I had some iPhone issues. because There were so many first world problems in my life over the weekend. I, I got a, a new phone and I had the messaging set to my... Your email? To, yeah, so like... Yeah. So I couldn't get, I would get text messages on my computer, but I wouldn't get the text messages on my phone. It was very, very That confusing. is my absolute favorite. I the, the dreaded green bubble started showing up when I was texting people. People were like, what happened? I, I asked you if, if one of us got poor all of a sudden. <laughs> you wondered if I had lost all of my money in the crypto and NFT space and caused me to go Android. Did not. Just had some tech issues. It was a SIM card issue. I... Do, do you have a SIM card? To, I do now. See, because I don't have a SIM card. I, I had to go get one. It was bizarre. It was the. Do you, you have to go to the T-Mobile store? I did for the first time in a long time. I had to go to the T-Mobile store for a, myself. Did you get a tetanus shot? I did on my way in. They okay. offered on one That's, on the way in and the way out. 
it's probably probably for the best. And we have a T-Mobile shop in Trinity. It well, was it was nice. I I like to go to the right T-Mobile next to Planet Smoothie, right by the Taco Bell. Also, here. right next to Mike's Jewelry. Fun fact: the owner of Mike's Jewelry is a member at Lakeview Church. He's also the guy who takes all of our social media photos now. Your social media photos are really good. Mike's Jewelry. Well, he should sponsor Mike. Or, his name's not Mike. It's <laughs> Carlos. That's very confusing. He thought Mike was a very American name, so. Well, it is. He wasn't wrong. But do you know what? Carlos is an American name, too. This is a melting pot. It's a great nation that we get to be a part of. <sighs> Jeff Gore says, Christian NFTs on OpenSea. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, you are speaking my love language. I Someone says, a SIM card. What year is it? Look, I didn't have one. My iMessage acted up. They said the solution was to get one, and now everything works. So you didn't have, like, an old SIM card with your with your number already on it from an I old phone? I, I didn't want to risk it. Okay. So it was free. I get it. I, I T-Mobile's five minutes from my house. I get it. I go to T-Mobile on T-Mobile Tuesdays when they're giving fun stuff away. CJ's talking about T-Mobile Tuesdays as well. Every, every Tuesday, I am... There's, hoping to win the giveaway still have yet to win there's usually a, a two dollar dunkin card in there which is always good and uh sometimes you get like a beach towel i i go and i get the beach towel or, or the little snap did you get the rubbermaid lunchbox the, the gift bag i didn't get a gift bag i wanted the sunglasses matt says love tim's shirt we'll be in atlanta thursday uh matt you know what that means you must have lunch at the varsity what do you have what do you have what do you have this sounds delicious and greasy mm get some orange drink it really does sound good i i could probably eat something greasy today jeff says free it. mlb tv and this is it right here i mean this is why we have t-mobile the free mlb.tv yeah, exa- every MLB year tv is the best part here's here's my issue with mlb tv we're going to talk the week in ministry that was but we are baseball people we love we the are, game. specifically we are raised people that's more I, accurate. I am very into the uh, Liberty University Flames baseball team this year. I'm gonna. I'm hoping some college World Series action happens. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, Arkansas Razorbacks are another. Like, you, know, you must have been following your quarterbacks oh, plummet in the draft. It was, it was bad. It was bad. I felt bad for the guy. I thought he was going higher. But now the Jags will get to lose to him twice a year for the next decade. I believe he's at Tennessee. I wanted to cheer for him, and I now know. I can't. I know. I literally sorry. wanted to cheer for him. But the bad thing about the MLB TV. Whenever I, I spend quite a bit of my summer in Arkansas with my wife's fam, and so I pull up the MLB TV to watch the Rays game because I'm finally not out of network and I don't when – I, when I was having issues with our cable company, I got a VPN and set it so that I was in Seattle to watch the Rays game on MLB so TV. So you could watch it locally, but even though you weren't. Yeah. But I have to – but they don't do any of the pregame or postgame stuff on MLB TV. Really? And I, I only watched on, on Valley. See, I was I love the pre and post game stuff. Valley has all that. Valley has all that. So you, if you have the Valley app, you're fine. Yeah. But if you're trying to watch on MLB TV, I you see. don't get any it's of the just the game stuff. broadcast. It's just the three hours. You know, it's from first pitch 10 minutes to last before pitch. first pitch, yeah. and then you know two minutes after the last pitch is all you get. But that's a. It's, it's indeed still, another it's still for free with T-Mobile Tuesday. First world problem. Stephanie says I get in trouble for not ever opening up my T-Mobile app. There are times, especially when Adam has the 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 movie. Mm-hmm. Ticket deals where I will have to go into my wife's phone and make sure she opens up her T-Mobile. Tuesday my app. wife will text me most Tuesdays. Like if I think this week there was like the free Mother's Day card. You know, you you upload your pictures and they send the postcard. Oh, I'm well aware. It came early and Stephanie said, oh, look, it's my Mother's Day card. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in an envelope and it wasn't. Thank you, T-Mobile Tuesday. Well, Last week, I will be getting a, another Mother's Day card for my wife. My wife always has me save those so that she can send them. She has some aunts that have always been very, very good to her that do not have children of their own that she always tries to love on for Mother's Day. And so there's... Jake says, MLB.TV, where you can pay to watch every game except your local team, which is why you got it in the first place. It's Accurate. Very it's very true. But sometimes Blackout I Blackout rules are the, it's if, the if weirdest. If I ever moved somewhere... True. It would be great. True. Blackout rules, they eventually go away, right? The NFL did away with blackout rules because of the Buccaneers of all teams. So maybe one of these days. Matt says it's a it's great when you're the only Orioles fan in Florida. Accurate. This is very, very true. Also very sad. You know, it would be a sad time to be an Orioles fan. But I, I claim, so as a Rays fan, the year that I decided I was going all in and, and cared deeply about the Rays was 2017, which is the last year that the Rays lost 100 games. I thought you liked them before that. Like, I would go to a couple games a year, and you know, but I was a marginalized, you know, I, was, I didn't really follow baseball that closely. When I moved to Texas to go to seminary. You lost your love. I had. You lost your first love. No, I, I regained a love of baseball because 
the house that I was. I was so you were not a Rays fan prior to that. I was a Rays like if I had. Were to you a choose, Devil Rays fan? Yeah, if I had to choose a baseball team, it would have been the Devil Rays. I just didn't care that much about baseball. Right. And then when I was in Texas by myself, because Melissa was a teacher, so she was finishing out her school year. I moved to Texas several months ahead of her, and because we were, it was 2007, and so you had to buy a house before the market popped. And so we wanted to establish income in Texas to get approved for a mortgage. So I moved out at the beginning of March of 2017 hmm. in the house that I was renting a single room in. There was a carpet in the bathroom, one of those houses, you know. Um, a creepy dude had a post on the seminary housing board like, hey, want to rent a room from a Christian guy? That is creepy. It's a bad idea. Um, That's creepy. But he had good Wi-Fi, no TV. And so the... Internet radio was still free at the time, mm. so I could listen to the Rays games on my laptop, and that's what I did every night in this house with no television, um, and I was working at 6 a.m. at the hotel at that point, and so I would lay in bed and listen to the Rays game, and that was the year that I consumed just about every game that season. Matt says— and It was the last year of the Devil Rays and the last time they lost 100 games. You so, said 2017? I'm sorry, 2007. I'm so sorry. Because I was like, this doesn't make no, sense. 2007. I am so sorry. You said 17. I did. I am. Pay no attention to me. 2007 was, was the last so year that the Rays lost. Because you were going games. through this whole timeline. Like, no, you was, lived here. It was 2007. So it was the last year of the Devil Rays. Okay. That, that makes so much more sense. I'm sorry. Uh, because I moved here in 2007, 2008. So I was here for the magical season. So. Yeah. I fell in love with the Tampa Bay Rays. That was my mm-hmm. my first real love of an MLB team because I, I I feel like it's 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 just a little bit more special when you live yeah. in the same area. I get it. I mean, I understand you, if you, you grew up been, loving a team and you moved. You could have been a Jacksonville Suns fan. I was, but again, that's minor league. So this is my first major league. I don't know about the Jacksonville Suns. Because well, they don't exist anymore. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. I know about the Suns not because of my love for baseball. But because it's a plot line in the Twilight books. Because I'm a real man. I'm well aware. Jeff says, oh, to be able to just forget a whole decade. <laughs> it's 2007. I mean, listen. It's if, 10 years if, before 2017. If, if COVID, 10 years. If COVID continues. All of your children were birthed in that time. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, my brain is. It, you know, it was that concussion that I got playing broomball. If you don't know this story, you should. A few years back, Andrew and I were broomballing. We were both youth pastors. We had no idea what we were doing. We yeah. thought it'd be fun to get our youth groups together and broomball. Andrew took a tumble, and yeah. it wasn't just like a, oh, I hit my knees. No, he hit the back of his head. So what happened was I was doing a funeral that day at the church. It was bad. And so I like made this big, I needed to have youth group all-nighter clothes with me, and I needed to have funeral clothes with me. And so I, I made... I made sure I had all the stuff and I texted Tim like when I was pulling into church and I said, Tim, I only have dress shoes. Can you bring me a pair of sneakers thinking we're about the same height? You're what? Five, seven, five, eight. I did eight. bring you sneakers that night. Tim brought me sneakers. It turns out my size nine is a lot smaller than Tim's size. Nine and a half. I don't know what. How it is. is that possible? I don't know what it is. I have no idea. The Did you shoes, feel like you were wearing clown no, shoes? The shoes that you brought me were huge. I remember them well. Were they the Nikes? Yes. The high tops? Yes. Those were great kicks. I, I wore them for years. I, I don't know. I, I, it was like I was wearing water skis out there. <laughs> and I fell so many times. We were, I'm like driving the church van home. And I said to Gibby, who was one of our, our chaperones, I was like, dude, what are they doing? On, oh, I was driving on Ulmerton. And it's like... Two o'clock in the morning is like, what construction are they doing on this road that the lines are like, you know, they keep changing and, you know, they they keep swerving. And he's like, Andrew, those lines are perfectly straight. I think you're I think you have a concussion. And I got to church. I'm like, I'm fine. And I had a a bathroom just off my office door. And I walked into my office like, uh oh, and I just went and puked for like an hour. And uh, my brain hasn't been the same since. That was probably 2015. That was definitely around 2015. You got the year right this time. Your brain has not been the same since. Lots of mistakes made. I will regularly I like open my a, phone. An or entire open... feature-length film on the concussion just because of what happened to I, you. I will open my phone and be like, hey, I need to Google something. And I'll be staring at it for 20 minutes going, what was I going to Google? What was I trying to look up? I still don't remember things. It's so bad. He says, I like Tim's big feet. I don't see an issue here. That's it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Big feet mean you have to wear big socks. I've been wearing ankle socks recently. Got some neon on them. 
they're Reebok socks with Nike shoes. Is that a problem? That's, that's an issue. Oh, well. I bought them at Walmart. Ronald Long says, hey, buddies. Ronald Long. What's going on, bud? It's good to see you. Miss you, big guy. We haven't talked about a single thing on our show notes, Tim. Well, you talked about, about you did. You talked this about this whole opening. We, that's what right. we've been covering this entire time. You did talk about the NFTs. We need to change gears because Andrew and I are shifting of, into gear. We have not talked about any ministry things. We're getting there. Okay, I'm ready. It is seminary crunch time for those of us who should have gotten our degrees before we were in full time ministry. I mean, you got most of yours. You're just. You didn't want me to catch you. Let's be honest. I didn't. I was you, like, were, you were like, this look, can't happen. You're gonna Tim be, cannot you, have the equivalence, the education equivalency. You be younger than me, fitter than me. Your church, unless something dramatically happens, something dramatic happens, and we gain a couple hundred parking spots, and you make a lot of people angry, your church will be bigger than mine. It's possible. I could not let you be more educated than me. That's a big part of what it was. So Andrew and I are both uh, pursuing higher education yet mm. again for Andrew, and mm. it's that time where you got to get it done. I, I you were a, you were zooming with a, an Egyptian this morning. He's he's a Caucasian man who lives in Egypt. I, he's lived there for twenty years, so I guess he is an Egyptian. Also, he was telling me about this church plant that they're working with, and I, I don't want to give any specific details because you know we're we're not over there, and I didn't say hey I'm going to talk about this on a podcast, but. I was, he was asking me at our church. I'm like, you know, it's kind of tough with, you know, trying to, we're growing, but we're growing with young families. And so we need some nursery workers and it's kind of hard to recruit people to, to serve in the kids ministry. We've got these parking issues. And then he was talking about the churches that he's working with. He's like, yeah, sometimes they just like kill Christians. And I'm like, oh, okay. That is a different That's environment. A different type of problem than what I am. You're worried about with. a lack of nursery workers and he's worried about, about lives being ended yes but he's you know there there's one church plant in particular that's into the sinai territory of egypt where he is and he's like you know but isis still like has almost complete control over the sinai and so you know there are just months on end where we just can't go out there they like block the borders and you have to he has like his government um id like says christian on it because they want to know where the Christians are at all time. It's it's a different world. His than we are government ID has his has his faith wow. on it. Yeah, so it is very very it's, different. So, so was that interview for the sake of a seminary paper? Um, no, it's he's a classmate of mine, and so it was a classmate connection thing, and we're in the same. Tracks. Online classes are pretty cool sometimes. Online classes are pretty cool sometimes, but also reading other people's papers and hey, that sure was a good point. I like how you said that part always gets me. You're talking about the obligatory blog posting that you yeah, that we the, all have to the, do. The read and respond. And you have to res- you have to write your own and then you have to respond to two. Yes, always. And it's always it's great always, point. I love how you said and then you just quote them. Yes. Make sure it's a really long one yes. to get the word count in there. To get the word count and up. And hit post. Yeah. But Hopefully none of our professors are watching today's episode. I can't episode. imagine they would be. <laughs> I hope they have better things to do, but it is it is that time, and I know that I've talked to other pastors out there, and boy, it is it is that season, yep. and it's odd because you don't think, hey, beginning of May sure should be a very, very busy ministry season, but with a late Easter, the beginning of May sure does come quickly. I know a lot of seminary, a lot of seminaries, a lot of semesters wrapped up last Friday, for a lot of programs and a lot of wrapping up this coming Friday. So mine, m- mine ends this coming Friday, but I only have my big paper was due last night at midnight. Timmy, you'd be so proud of me. I got it done and submitted at eight fifteen. Wow. Yeah. With hours to spare With hours to spare, not the typical 1159 that I would usually pull off. I was very proud of myself. Ronald says, "Ugh, yes, posting comments for comments sake is rough. Nick says, I hated that part of online learning. I'm glad we could all share in this. Ken says, one week left to finish my Master's of Ministry Entrepreneurship. Wow, Ken, was that a whole 12 hours, buddy? That was a joke. That was a joke. I think that's a a Moody degree, I believe. Oh, okay. MBI, the good old Moody Bible Institute. Well aware of Moody Bible Institute. Co-founded by Lakeview's founding pastor's great-grandfather. I just realized that at the end of Institute, you have the word toot. CJ says, online class discussion boards are like those letters you have to write 
for those seniors in your church that aren't <laughs> involved in youth ministry. Hey, I need that recommendation letter for the so Florida so Bright has Future been a part Scholarship. Of our church since insert date. He was active in insert ministry. Such a great leader. <laughs> oh, that's one part of youth ministry I don't really miss all that. Ken much. Leslie says, "Ouch, Ken." It's joking. I miss you. Maybe he's upset about the toot joke. Come to Florida. We have Disney waiting for you and your family. Ken is one of those people I wish we could just convince to move here. I've tried. I know, but Ken, Derry, there's so Ronald, many friends that we Frank. want to move here that we just is it us? Is it us? Is that it? It's probably are, us. Are we the reason that we can't get our friends to move here? It would just be. CJ says, thankful for DYM and their letters for ministry. CJ, you ain't joking. You are not wrong. Those come in handy, even in the lead pastor role. I was going to say, that's one of those resources that, you know, we we don't submit a lot of resources these days on DYM because our lives have changed and our ministry roles have changed. We're not creating a lot of youth ministry content. Mm. And so some of the things that used to sell 200 copies in a month are now selling three or four copies in a month. Something tells me those letters continue to sell each and every spring each and every spring someone is making a whole lot of money off of those pdf and word documents wondering why i entered into the crypto sphere you can just look at our dym sales (laughs) and that will probably tell you why it was time to time to do something new (laughs) we love dym we just aren't youth pastors anymore and it kind of makes us sad it's very very sad well not only do we love dym andrew we love moms i have a mom her name is beth i have a mom actually her name is mary beth you probably didn't know that i did not know that every time she's at the hospital or or like the dmv they always call her mary her name is mary beth but she's gone by beth since the day she was born cock on pop pop why why didn't she just name her beth it's a perfectly good name gotta confuse everything calling her mary beth I mean, both of our moms are from the same era where the, the two names were popular. Was was that was Beth her middle name, or was it actually the hyphenated Mary Beth? Or? I think Mary Beth is just the one name. My mom is Bonnie Jean. Mm-hmm. Jean is her middle name. She does go by Bonnie, but Bonnie Jean was was her. I was. I was. It just sounds like she's in trouble to me. Bonnie Jean. Sounds Get like in a here. sounds like a, a girl from Ruskin, Florida. If you ask <laughs> there, me. There you go. Oh, Ruskin. So we we love uh, we love our moms. We love your moms. We love the moms in our churches. The, the day that we honor mothers, it with us being in the Acts series. Nick says I'm using your guys's Mother's Day message this week. What talking, text was that? Was, was that Ruth? It, it was Ruth. It's called Bittersweet. Yeah. yeah. And by your guys's, I'm pretty sure that was one where I was like, "Hey, we need a graphic," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on that." And then you didn't, and so I made something on my phone. Was that that one? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the uh, one that the pawn, like the chess. No, no, that's no. Esther. Esther. It's uh, it was like a wheat field with like a. Yes. Do you remember the app yes. fractured that I we do. used to use to make graphics? Mm. So it was a wheat field. I remember it. Or, or not wheat, barley, but the wheat field with like one little distortion in the image, and it said bitter slash sweet. Remember it well because you know Mara Naomi. It's yeah. It's it makes it, sense. It, it makes sense. It's a thing. Um, I love it. I th- think you should have just messaged me. I probably would have sent it to you. But hey, we're very excited for the 38 cents we each made on that high five. Mm. That was a backhanded five. You're welcome. But so let's let's like talk all things Mother's so Day. You, Andrew's a little bit behind in the game right now. He's had to get caught up in seminary mm-hmm. and whatnot. So what are what are you guys doing at your churches? Are you doing anything? Should you be doing anything? We we typically do stuff, and by we I mean it's usually me kind of taking an initiative thing because our church has a lot of little old ladies, and I know that that's a a good way to endear yourselves during the pandemic. Can be. My sons and I drove around to every woman in our church and delivered flowers and a card to each and every one of them. Um, I remember that. That was that was a very long day. Um, you guys doing that again? Uh, no, we're, we're probably not going to do that. So we'll do flowers of some kind. I was debating. We have a really good restaurant right catty corner from us. They actually use our parking lot. That's the place that we have our mm-hmm. staff and elders dinner. They have a super hoity-toity Mother's Day brunch. And I was wondering... Is it cool if I make a reservation in the church's name and then do some kind of like a drawing for a gift card? Like, hey, you have an 1115 reservation for brunch right across the street. You might want to tell them in advance. I was going to say, but Mother's Day reservations was, have been going on for weeks. Well, obviously, I would have to go over to the restaurant, but I mean, but, tell your people. In yes, advance. but Melissa's thing was, well, we have our fellowship hall thing is pretty big. The family that's taking Mother's Day, they do it up real big. So we don't want people to not 
true do our fellowship hall thing i just thought that'd be kind of a cool way to I, you know partner with a local business and be like hey we're doing i think next year you should also tell it's, it's tough though because like, what but, if your people want to make mother's day exactly plans? what if they want to make mother's day and then they one person's win. gonna win it so i i wish there was a cool way to do that i don't know laura says if it's at 11 15 you'd really better watch the time of your sermon this is very true you've been uh, running this a little is, long lately um, yesterday I was longer than I thought I was going to be How many we words? at the end of acts two. It wasn't, I don't think it, the sermon was that long. It might've been 32, 3,300 words, yeah. but the, that's still on the I, longer I, side. No, I, I think it was, I, I'm usually right around three. It, I, I was about the same word count the week before it was, was 29 minutes, but I think it was the communion. Communion then, Sunday does it. Yeah. And that's then true. some, some weeks our praise team will do like a special during communion while communion is being served. And this week they didn't, they did a song after. And so I think that kind of bumped us up by six or seven minutes. And so then when I was finishing the sermon, I was looking at the clock. I was like, oh boy, my tummy was rumbling. You were a hungry boy. Do you know what I did though? I wasn't, I wasn't. some mashed potatoes? I didn't have mashed potatoes yesterday. You love mashed potatoes. I do love mashed potatoes, but we do more breakfasty things in our fellowship hall. Mm. But Tim. Is that your lunch every Sunday? No, we, (laughs) I eat twice. We, We stop on the way home typically. My, my kids really like to go to Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch for some reason because they know that daddy can watch the baseball game and they can feed the alligators outside of the, in the little retention pond. They're not they wrong. They can throw their leftover chicken tenders down there. Shouldn't feed gators. I know. That's a, I know but every Floridian but knows like, that. But it's like eight, it's an eight or ten foot drop. So it they, ensures the death of the gator. Like they, can't, they can't be they're gonna, ever in the wild. They're going to die anyway. Tim, the... Oh, so yesterday was Sunday. Uh, yesterday was Sunday. I woke up and I start scrolling through my phone as you do when you wake up. Shouldn't do that. And it was you know seven fifteen, seven thirty ish on Sunday morning. You woke up at seven fifteen. Yes. Our Sundays are very different. Our Sundays are very. I, we've discussed this. I am the last person to leave church property. You are the first person to arrive at your church property. That is accurate. I I roll in to church usually between nine and nine ten. For a ten o'clock service, the why is my heart racing? As I you say, no all idea. Those it's what I, I don't. What time should I get here? My my rule on a Sunday is I I am always two hours before first before a service starts. So whatever time to, that service to do starts, what? everything. I, I double you, check I'm everything: saying, you, the slides, the message. You are the, always talking to me about you know me taking on too many things and not handing things off. Yet you have all, to get up two hours. You have to be at church two hours early just to check to check this, that this, that the praise band got the right slides in. Just to check, I like to double check, triple check. I reset, make sure programs are up to date. Nothing I have to do. You have to update the stupid ATEM software every <sighs> single week. It seems why always on Sundays. Well, you know the ATEM will run without the ATEM software. Yeah, I know, but then because we're running through the board, we don't even launch the ATEM software anymore. The trying to think of why it is that we've had to do it do you know what it's because i whenever i take the atem elsewhere that's true and change the microphone settings then you have to then then you need to that to is get a into different the software. thing but tim i was scrolling through my phone and i saw that yesterday was sunday and this weekend crispy cream was doing the uh, buy a dozen get a dozen for a dollar I thought, you know what? Our praise team needs a treat we don't have crispy cream no you we do no we don't it's in saint petersburg off fourth street so I drove forty. I drove forty minutes out of my way wow. to pick up a couple dozen donuts for our praise team. Did because, they get eaten? Yeah, but I I had set the cameras and everything up on Friday because I had done a funeral, and so I I was here in Safety Harbor, and so I took some time, got the whole room set where so I didn't have anything I had to do on Sunday morning, and so I I showed up a few minutes later yesterday morning with donuts. So you got to, there at nine thirty. I got there at nine twelve. With donuts. Glad Everybody you loves donuts. Not quite everyone. I had to stop buying them in my house because my kids no longer eat them. Why? They just, they aren't fans anymore. Are they healthy? Are they health conscious? Why are they not eating donuts? I just say they don't like the taste of them. So I've just stopped buying donuts. I still like them. It's what? very odd. I grew up, we ate donuts every Sunday my entire what, childhood. What breakfasty things do your children eat? Um, not healthy things. They eat you know, English muffin, uh, sausage, egg and cheese sandwiches. They eat cinnamon toast, French sticks. They eat toaster strudels. But, but they don't want donuts. Tim, the next time you get COVID, I want to send something to your family. Like, hey, we're thinking of you. I can't just have a dozen donuts delivered to your house anymore. I mean, I'll eat them. Jeff says you spent $15 in gas for $1 in yes. donuts. Yes, I did. 
I actually had to get gas on my way <laughs> to Krispy Kreme. And I was like, wow, this was like 4.15 at the station. I, I had to fill up in Orlando, pre-Disney, on Friday, and it was 5.15. Why? Yeah, that was a $80 gas fill up. Yikes. Mm. That is hard. Okay, so Timmy, back to Mother's Day. What are you guys doing? So we had our staff meeting last week where we decided, hey, typically every year the Lakeview staff comes up with the Mother's Day plan for the giveaway, the photo booth, etc. And we said, you know what? We have uh, we have systems and teams in place. This doesn't have to be staff anymore. You have systems and teams in place. So I texted the lead of our first impressions team and his response was on it. And 48 hours later, he sent me a picture of the nifty gifties that he and his wife picked up, purchased. Uh, we're talking Mother's Day cards, Let me ask you a quick question. Would the director of your first impression seem be your father? No, he passed that off three months ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Because the goal of our team lead is to raise up another one who you will then pass that off to. Well, there you go. So. Who's, who's your first impression team director? I feel like I should know this. Mark and Linda Morse. I don't even know these people. Why is your church growing, Tim? <laughs> Yeah, they are absolutely every person at your church. Me too. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> really, really scary. Uh, Laura says this is Tim's kids version of deconstruction saying no to Krispy Kreme. Mm. Laura, this is a devastating tale of donut deconstruction. Needless to say, we now have a first impressions team who are taking care of all things Mother's Day. We have children in charge of passing out said Mother's Day uh, gifts, obviously, which include chocolates and cards. Very Beautiful. fancy. I uh, texted a gal who did our photo booth last year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she is going to do the photo booth again this year. Wonderful. She asked for input and I said, Jenny, I trust you. And that's all I had to say. She said, yep, on it. It is a weird thing to just kind of give it away and then just let it ride. I'm not complaining. It's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. I, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I'm like, I'm like, do I go to Sam's and pick up a couple dozen roses Knowing that, you know, on a full Mother's Day, we might have 35, 40 mothers here at the church. Um, I just don't know. We'll I'm not there yet. Pick up some different chocolate for Stephanie. She's very, very picky with the type of chocolate. So I'll have to get some chocolate that she enjoys. This is another question what, that what this kind was. Of chocolate does she not enjoy? I I mean, whatever, whatever kind of chocolate. Do you like the little Girardelli squares? I like those. Especially the ones with the caramel in them. Ooh. Those are very good. Those are very, very good. I like the cinnamon bark, which I realize it's not Christmas right now, but the, the white cin- chocolate with uh, that's. Can you do that for Father's Day? You can. C- cinnamon bark for Father's Day? Yes, and you can get them at Costco usually. Ken Ooh. says, sounds like Tim's budget has grown to the point of hiring me. Matt hey. says, nifty gifties, office reference number one. Nifty. There will be more. Nifty gifty. Um, we want to know what you are doing for Mother's Day. Also, a question that got brought up at staff meeting last week, and it's an interesting one. When you go to honor moms, as we all know, Mother's Day is a joyous and a, a grievous time mm-hmm. for many. It can be difficult. Uh, how do you do this tactfully and tastefully? On the one hand, you could say, even if you just want to be a mom, we're going to mm-hmm. honor you. But does that diminish the moms no, in the room? I don't think it does. It doesn't. I don't think so. So you can just call it Women's Day. Sure. In an effort not to hurt anyone? I. Do we call it Men's Day on Father's Day? I don't think any. I'm just, I'm just, it's just a question. No, it is. But I don't think, you know, if, if you have a little child at the door handing out carnations or whatever it is to every adult woman they see. Which is probably what's going to happen on Sunday. I can't imagine that anyone. And if someone says, oh, it's OK, I'm not a mom, that's fine. But sure, the, but that's the, totally but that's, fine. But it is not on the church or the child. Like, excuse me, are you a mother? Would Accurate. you like to be? Now, when what you get fertility struggles, have you had on stage when you recognize the moms, yes. which we've done in the past? How how do you like? What's the spiel you, there? You know, in a prayer at some point, you know, hey, Father, we know that the term mother is not emotionally neutral, and that it brings up memories of our parents. Tommy or, says, know, "Birthing People's Day." That sounds like a different conversation that we're not going to have on this show. But I I think you reference that, you know, the the idea of Mother's Day can be sad. I know um, my wife lost her mother in the spring shortly before Mother's Day, um, almost 20 years ago now. And still Mother's Day is painful for her. And she's had four healthy, happy children since then. Yet to her, Mother's Day is kind of a time of grief where she remembers the passing of her mom. So 
I, I think you just acknowledge that Mother's Day and the idea of mothers, it's not an emotionally neutral idea. And so we are going to honor our mothers and remember our mothers, but also grieve for broken relationships and for uh, what isn't that we wish it was. Andrew, I feel like you should have written this down. We could have sold this on the DYM store mm. for everyone giving announcements on Sunday who also has to do the Mother's Day plug, which are, are you doing that this week? Probably. We are hoping to give this one to a, a woman. Mother? Yep. Mm-hmm. We to have... do announcements and also to recognize the moms. So that'll just be kind of fun and, and different than having a dude do it, which typically happens every year. We usually do something fun and silly-ish. So silly-ish, I, you know, on Mother's Day, more, more. I guess we're sillier on Father's Day, but we, we are silly. We, on we try Day. to do. You know, uh, the announcements are not a super serious part of our service. No, uh, they are not. They are like you, but Sam Rudkin's time to perfect his stand-up comedy yes. routine. So I, I still don't know what we're gonna do. I feel like now that I've mentioned the Girardelli squares, I want to go get a giant box of them. Because that would be wonderful. Tommy says there is more honor to be given to mothers who have grieved. Well, I would say that's a t-shirt, but that's a more permanent than a t-shirt, I think. It's uh, a tattoo. That's a cross stitch that your grandma hangs up. The little circle. Oh, I know. Thing, you know, that's, that's beautiful. But what is grief if not love persevering? I knew that was coming. Why would you? That's what Vision asked Wanda once. Andrew, we don't just love mothers. We also love babies at Lakeview Church, Mm. which is why we have invited Safety Harbor Community Church to join us Mm. in this year's Walk for Life as Tommy Shelton and Live Oaks Bible Church will be joining us as about a dozen other churches in the Tampa Bay area will be joining us. On So so excited to have Safety Harbor Community Church joining us in this year's Walk for Life. I I don't think we are because one of the other Walk for Life sites is right... Countryside Christian Center. They country- canceled. Well, which is they, why we got they, them and everyone in the area. Didn't tell me because the people that I've talked to who always participate in Walk for Life are like, ooh, but the other one you like walk down Main Street and you go to the. To which the is why we got over a dozen churches because well, they go. opted not to do it this year. Clearly, no one told me. Which I thought I did tell you. I didn't know that Countryside had canceled. Tim, I know that I am. I'm not super involved in Walk for Life because that same week is the National Day of Prayer, which is kind of pulling me out. For Thursday, we have a countywide National Day of Prayer event that somehow I get roped into. Mm. And You do such a good job. Well, They love they, your prayers. They love it when they're like, you've, literally, it's you have two minutes. So it's like, let's take six hours out of my week and go to planning meetings. And, oh, by the way, you're praying for two minutes. But your name will show up on the screen <laughs> you know, it's a status. It's a it's it, a status symbol it, at this point for Andrew. No, it's something that I wish I would not get invited to. It's just because I have to drive. Growing the platform, baby. Clearly, adding it to the resume. Clearly, we're growing the platform. This is what it's all about that's for what, Andrew. That's what we're Stephanie doing. with the rebuttal. I was hoping to hear some of that because mm. I I have the same thoughts at times. So do I need to grieve in order to be honored? So. The rebuttal then comes from the side no. of the mom with healthy kids. Am I not allowed to be honored? You absolutely. Do I have are. to share just like moms have to share everything else? Do I have to share this with every woman in the world? I'm not saying you have to share it. I'm I, saying I think it's a great topic. I think it is a personal thing for each. It is not Mother's plural day. It is Mother apostrophe s day. It is a day for you to honor your mother. You do not have to share your children honoring you with anybody else. You don't have to share the father or fathers in Stephanie's case. I'm joking. I was a joke. I thought you were going to hit me. I wasn't going to hit you. Okay. You don't have to share the honor that comes from the father of your children, but the day is not just for you. It is for each and every. Tommy says, nope, just more for those who have lost. Laura says, Andrew making his point with punctuation. That's there you go. Punctuation and articulation. Andrew's very good at both. Kind of. I had to take a grammar test when I started this well, new program. Well, you speak better when you're okay. sitting. So. Well, that must be it. I felt, But I, I did have to take a, a test of a, when it comes to when to use a colon versus a semicolon. I actually had to take a test over these things. Uh, C- to, to CJ's books. point, I think he's right too. 
is it necessary to do anything as a church? No. Like, do we have to do a Mother's Day thing? I don't think so. No, you can put up a slide that says, hey, happy Mother's Day. Or not. Or not. But I, I really don't think it's a requirement. Yeah. I don't think it's a requirement. I, it, I don't think it, it takes away from the worship service at all. No, I don't think it takes away. And I think... I don't think you should see it as this is something we have to do, especially if you don't have the staff or manpower to pull off something. I don't, I don't know why you would go out of your way. But I also think you are going to have the natural influx of people... You have people that are going to go to church with their mom that I mean, typically wouldn't be. In the past, you're correct, but that's not the same. I mean, it's you'll see a slight. I mean, there was a time when Mother's Day was was Next top to three. Easter. Yeah, it, was it was Christmas, Christmas Eve, Easter, Easter, and Mother's Day. But now Mother's Day is like a eh. it, it's it's still a thing, but nowhere near what it was. Jeff's wondering if we should I, keep celebrating a holiday that started in West Virginia. <laughs> I just know that every day. The lowest day of the year for crime is Mother's Day. Wow. Because moms commit most of the crime. I see what you I see what you did there. Or because criminals are with their moms. That too. But either way, it's the lowest crime day of the year. How do you know that? It's just one of those stats. That is I it on know. a card? No, it's just a stat that everybody should be on, should should be on a know. Mother's Day card. Yeah. Why would everyone need to know <laughs> that, that moms commit all the crimes? <laughs> Jared says, we give a gift to every mom, then do something special for the oldest and youngest mom. See, that's what I was thinking for for the reservation over at the kitchen. Sure, but also if it was like, hey, whatever, and we've the other churches that I was at when I was the ha ha rah rah fun announcement guy, it was a whoever I used to throw out candy. I used to yeah, I used to give out candy. Again, anything for the platform it was great. But it would be hey, which mom? You know, who here has the most direct descendants here? Kids, grandkids, or whatever. The issue is that my wife and my mother go to this church. We're not a huge church, and so it would be, who here has the most kids? Oh, my wife. Who here has the not most a good look. descendants here? Oh, my mother. So not that, a good look. That would be bad. That would be me. Uh, I mean, Shirley could certainly win that if if uh, she wrangled some grandkids to get them here. But Jeff says, be. time to start checking mom IDs at the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are going to be the bouncers of Mother's Day. I'm sorry, this seat is for mothers only. Jeff, I feel sorry. like you and your family could handle that job at Lakeview. I mean, you guys do everything else. Just have Gavin like wear dark glasses. and We had the entire Gore family in the sound booth yesterday. I felt so bad for Marissa as Purpose Center crashed 10 minutes before service. She's freaking out. Good thing it you came sh- back. Everything good thing was fine. You showed up two hours early to make sure that everything was working. And it was until 10 minutes before and that there's just no, there's no you know, I, rhyme or reason. I get happens. so much slack because we, we we use powerpoint and it's cheesy it is cheesy for our not just cheesy it's inefficient it, it doesn't crash we it's inefficient though i'm going to give people a sneak peek of what our service looks like i'm going to scoot in here a little bit closer to you oh maybe you should scoot in closer to me because we uh we have the picture in picture yep. and so that corner up there is where our powerpoint slides are Mm-hmm. And you can just you know follow along with the lyrics or the sermon points right up there, and then when there's no slide that needs to be there, we just oop, oh there it goes, and we have one of our computers that we have an HDMI out that splits once to our screens and then I once to, to that, and guess what? It never crashes. It works. Now every time we turn it on, it does say the license for this PowerPoint was up in like. <laughs> 2014 Microsoft no longer supports this version of Microsoft click here if you'd like to upgrade which is another issue that we should talk about but it, I hear all these so ev- you are that church that still uses PowerPoint yeah, but if some, you're still using PowerPoint let us know how's so, it working out for you so many people I hear um, I'm in a, the church front group I don't oh, know yeah. if you're part of that group yeah. there's like oh, our pro presenter crashed again today Yeah, PowerPoint doesn't crash yeah, yeah, but when you're loading the type of media that you need to load for a service, there's just PowerPoint would just never be able to handle it. What type of media? We have slides. We have we we don't do a whole lot of video these days. We do videos, but we can Lots of videos. we can load video directly into the PowerPoint fairly easily. Um, we we did it all the time, and then we have an entire database where we just Play grab that song and that part. But again, our worship leaders are the ones that don't want to change. It's like, oh, we we like doing it this way, okay. If you want to type out lyrics on Saturday night, Jeff says power PowerPoint on Windows XP, XP bomb proof. It's it's Windows Seven. Stop. <laughs> it might be Windows Ten. I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak Windows. So CJ says to me, it just seems like Andrew's a little bit cheap. It's n- 
it's not me. I have tried to encourage them to move towards something else. But <laughs> you were just platforming this and I'm just saying this. Boom. What's better than a picture in picture of the PowerPoint? I think Andrew. I think that's the way to work. Austin it. says so many 90s references today. First with the SIM cards. Next, <laughs> Andrew start telling us about his Beanie Baby collection. I, Similar I, to an NFT collection. I, would say, I don't think I ever owned a Beanie Baby. Not a single one. Melissa's mom had a bunch of them. I'm pretty sure she had the uh, Princess Diana one that was like under. It was like, you know how you have like your special baseball cards in the plastic cases? Melissa's mom had the Beanie Babies at the the the. Uh, the plastic case like around the little ty heart mm. just to you know you don't want to oh, you, you don't want those to bend well you got to keep it straight yeah you want you, you want the resale value to last you want the resale value high on those beanie babies also kid do not put that plastic piece in your mouth no you will die you will die who stephanie's bouncing back here she's not letting out i, I like it i like it stephanie we get it you want to be honored I like it. Stephanie says I feel like there's this is good. This is a this is a conversation that needs to be had on our show, Andrew, because we're both dudes talking about this. I feel like there's always going to be people like Tommy who feel like there people is people like Tommy. Am I like I right? that. Absolutely. Am I right? Who who feel like there is a people group who deserves something more. So, no matter what no no matter what, no one will ever be good enough. Moms forever will forever feel inadequate with comments like that. But that's just the life of a mom. Dads will never understand. Okay. How many times do you see the commercial for dads and grads? We don't even get our own sale at JCPenney. They combined Father's Day with graduation. Is it dads and grads? Dads and grads oh is always gosh. what it is. So Father's Day is a complete afterthought compared to Mother's Day. Dads. But... Not here at Safety Harbor Church. Where dads matter. Where dads get a bottle of root beer. You still have those left? This is like from two years ago. Now, if you go to Lakeview, you'll get a plastic bottle of root beer. Here, we, we do the glass bottles. We do. Oh, right. Big Lots only had plastic. Yeah. Um, you know where you can go to get the glass ones? Where? Cracker Barrel. And then you get to go to Cracker Barrel. Plus, they have the different colors of dad. I the, do. They have the cream soda. Like Cracker Barrel. They have, they have cream soda. They have like the blue cream soda. They've got all kinds of different things, but they're more expensive at Cracker Barrel. But, but this is just. But been to on my Stephanie's show. point, should certain moms be honored more than other moms because they've gone through something that a, one mom hasn't gone through? I, I still think it's a good conversation to have. But sure, it's it is a great conversation to have. Is it the church's job to drive that conversation? I, it is on the morning after ministry it's show. It's not a real holiday. Like, it's a day that we honor our moms, but this is not like a religious holiday. This is not a patriotic holiday. This is a family holiday. So we're going to acknowledge it. We're going to say, hey, moms, we love you. We can sing Mama by Boys to Men. Mama, you know I love you. Earl says, I saw my daughter come out of her mother. She deserves all the love. Stephanie says, I share true. mom's day with my anniversary and my son's birthday. Well, so like story of my life. Family planning on your part. Also not looking to be honored at all. I really don't like attention. Just ask Tim. That is accurate. Jeff says the holiday started in the church. It should be ended in the church. <laughs> Jeff is he's got a whole nother thing going here. Jeff does I like not it. not think Mother's Day needs to continue. Jeff, did you just forget to get somebody a gift? Is that what's happening here? Typically, most years, I am all over the church stuff. You are. That that one year. I do. Where I had the Pinterest thing that I had downloaded on, like, how to wrap little mini bouquets. You you did a whole tutorial on Instagram stories. People were loving it. We had, like, the sticker. You gained a 1,000 followers. Again, all about the platform. That's not true. The only thing I ever gained followers from was Elf on the Shelf. That's just because John Acuff shared your stuff. It was because it was a bunch of Mormon moms that just loved my elf on the shelf. But that's another story for another day. But Tim, I, I've always taken the Mother's Day thing at church very seriously, and I've and Melissa's kind of gotten cheaped out at home because you know it's a work day for me. I come home Sunday after church. I'm exhausted. The rays are on. Um, wow, pr- on priorities. Mother's day. On so Mother's Day this year, Melissa has a gift lined up things have been ordered we know what we're doing food wise that's nice which which is always good that's a good thing and i don't have the church stuff figured out at all so i should probably get on that in the next couple of days could you still have time i should it's only monday there's still time something cute will happen it'll be great i'm trying to decide now if we want to do the photo see our built our photo booth our go-to we we went to 
um, Hobby Lobby. And you know the like five foot frames that are eight thousand dollars. They're so expensive. I found one that so was so expensive. Clearance. Why are they so expensive? It was that was like ten percent the original cost, and so we have this big frame that a couple times a year we bust out and you wrap garland around it with some poinsettia in the corners, or you wrap <laughs> spring color flowers around it, or you just have a plain frame and then everyone in the, there's like a little sign on the front of it that changes and you just take a picture of the family. Hey, everybody, stick your face in the frame and we'll take a picture. It's great. It's in our storage room. Jeff is now pushing for Mother's Day every day, not to just do away with it. He wants to honor moms every day. Laura says many moms only get honored, called, acknowledged once a year. Please don't take that away. I, to me, Jeff's Jeff's argument is why once a year? I mean, I don't have any answer for you. Tommy what? says, just saying, there's a reason that moms who have lost their son. Sorry, the new comments are coming in here. Do you, do you think uh, we're going to need to have an intervention between Tommy? And it's Steph? possible. That's yeah. why I've got to keep reading these comments. Yeah. There's a reason that moms who've lost a son in combat are given a gold star mm. and moms whose soldiers came home are given a bumper sticker. But all moms deserve honor, he says, because we're here, aren't we? So there you go. Uh, moms, if your children are alive, bumper sticker on Mother's Day. At Live Oaks Bible Church. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. I'm Stephanie says, Tommy, that's incredibly offensive. <laughs> Actually, what's really offensive? I'm just gonna just probably just gonna stop reading these before just, this show then gets I'm canceled. I'm just gonna like pick up flowers at Sam's Club and have cute little kids <laughs> hand them to any adult woman leaving the church and they are free to refuse them if they would like to. Oh, that's kind goodness. of the extent of where I'm at. Wow. <laughs> CJ says, my wife struggles on Mother's Day, remembering the pregnancy's loss, so we don't do a lot as a church. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. I I tell the story. I was actually, have, have I told you that Landon and I are are watching through Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which again is probably not the most appropriate show for a 12-year-old, but we've had some really, really great conversations, and it's been spectacular. There's been, there's a conversation where someone thought they were pregnant, and Landon, again, who is months away from the, the talk for, for the first time, looked at me and said, well, maybe that's why God says you shouldn't have sex until you're married. Wow. And so I'm like, hey, we should watch uh, unage-appropriate sitcoms together all the time. There have been great conversations about race relations. Wow. And now uh, some of the main characters, they're they're mm. struggling with fertility issues. And so Landon, like, paused the show to ask me questions about, you know, so some people can't. And and we I got to tell him a story about a couple that he knew and he didn't realize that they had been struggling with fertility and, you know, how it, it was a strain in our relationship with them mm-hmm. because – Melissa and I did. Uh, we we had a couple of miscarriages, but we also had four children, and we we tried for one. The others just showed up and wouldn't leave, and so we we kind of. I got to have a conversation with my twelve year old about people struggling with fertility, and and we got to talk about miscarriages all because of a sitcom. So again, I'm not saying every child should watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm saying it has been wonderful for me and Landon. That's what I got. Rebecca says, we're called to honor our mother and father all day, every day. Thank you, Rebecca, for the Jesus juke that we all needed we in that all moment. Do you know what else we need in this moment? We'll get back to that, but Tim, we need to... <laughs> this, is, this is getting serious, Andrew. What is happening today? Do you, do you ever read, like, bulletin bloopers? That's my favorite form of comedy ever. The best. The best. Uh, you know, the, the, little, the Little Mother's Club meets, you know, the third Thursday of every month. If you'd like to become a little mother, meet the pastor in his office after the service. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bulletin bloopers of all time. Tim, do you know what is implied in that bulletin blooper? Uh, Chapter 7 of Getting Ready for Marriage, which is uh, a great premarital counseling resource. It's a great resource in general. If you are counseling couples and you are looking for a great premarital resource, there is none better than Getting Ready for Marriage. It's the best. And if you just, you know, want to freshen up your marriage, spend a lot of time in Chapter 7. Backseat Leadership Podcast. It's a conversation for leaders who don't find themselves in the driver's seat just yet. Jeff and Brad just cranking out serious content. I I'm wearing a name tag still because I was at my wife's school earlier today. I'm like looking at the camera. Like, what is hanging around by my tie? It's my Pinellas County Level 2 volunteer name tag. Maybe that'll get you a free uh, free little uh, item at Tijuana Flats today. It says volunteer in pretty big letters. That's true. Bible Brawl. This is, this is it. This is the, the game we thought 
no longer sponsored the show, but apparently still does. But apparently Andrew hasn't deleted it from our OBS file yet. Go <laughs> check out Bible Brawl or not. Youth Ministry University, formerly DYMU. Get your team trained up. Do it. Train your team. What are you waiting on? Tim, we are a very proud part. Proud? Proud. Proud, proud part, part of, of the, the DYM Podcast Network. Go check out the newest episode of Middle School Ministry. Michelle is back with stories to tell. Okay. Michelle and Ronald yeah. diving into middle school ministry. Sweet. Each and every episode. We want you to go check it out. There's a whole lot of good stuff happening on all the shows. Mm. And uh, we should probably update this graphic. Some of these shows don't exist anymore. I mean, they were good at one time. They were fine. Matt Hole says, I'm struggling with today's band name. Now I called it Broomball Concussion versus Little Mother's Club. <laughs> Tough decision. I think Little Mother's Club would be, that would be a fun band name. CJ said the Mother's Day episode of Bluey got us both in tears. Bluey just gets me in tears constantly. It's one of the greatest sitcoms ever. And it's a, it's a cartoon. When my two youngest run around pretending to be the grannies, like there's just mm. nothing better. It just have you fills my heart. Have you seen the Australian versions of Bluey that they will oh, yeah. air in the they, U.S.? Yeah, absolutely. It, it is spectacular. They're glorious. Apparently, Australians are a little bit cruder than we are. They get and my humor. So there are some things that do not air on U.S. And yet it seems like, television like or, Miller or and Larson family humor. Oh, it's spectacular. We have a friend named Jessica who, it's funny, she grew up just down the street from me and we like, kind of knew of each other but didn't know each other and went to the same preschool play group and so now we're in a group text with her and it's mostly Disney World and Bluey because it's fine. what more is there to being a parent than Disney World and Bluey? Happy Mother's Day. Watch Bluey. Mm. That could be the theme of our show. Could be. We were big fans of Bluey. Probably less offensive than what happened in the comment section today. Listen, Sometimes offensive things are true. I mean, it's it's tough. I, it 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 is tough. But again, Tom, Tommy's right. Gold star families. It's a. I mean, that's a very specific context. It's a very specific context. But when we're trying to narrow things down as specifically as they can be, who deserves the most mother? There are some pretty bad mothers out there. I know that mm. still get a card and a flower on Mother's Day. Mm. There are people that will be in most churches in America that have. Alienated and isolated their children, yet the church is still going to give them a flower and a card and maybe a piece of candy if they're at Lakeview. Come to so, Lakeview. So who who decides who to get be honored? Who decides who gets honored? Not not us. I mean, last time I checked, we're a hospital for the sick. So by there all means, go. come to by Lakeview. By all means. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have. Tommy wants to get candy. in a comment fight over Bluey. Tommy, do you have some negative things to say about Bluey now? What is happening here? We not all agree on Bluey. All the things to agree on. I think we can all agree that Sleepy Time is probably the best episode, but yes. but Takeaway is pretty great as well. So many so many good things. Stephanie says yes, there is offensive, and there are things that wise pastors should not put in writing on social media. This is very very true. Wow. You know. I just uh, so we shouldn't just air everything that we we, sh we shouldn't should we have a podcast with like 190 episodes where we just say a whole bunch of stuff that anybody could go back to and probably use as ammo if they hated us. I'm sure we could and they could. Could you imagine if someone wanted to go back and watch the first couple episodes? I mean, Tim, you were literally sitting on a toilet while we recorded the first episode of the show. Like you were sideways and the lid was down. But we recorded the first episode in a bathroom because it had the best lighting, and I was on an office chair, and you were on it. Uh, there's some there are some strange things that could come out if people really did some digging into this show. But wow, yeah, we have other show notes. I, I, there's, there's, there's other things no we time. meant to talk about, but we've been this has been recording for an hour, which means we've been live for about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. Um. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Especially you, Steph. I mean that. From the bottom of my heart. Gold star. Oh, I hit the wrong button again. Why do I do that every week? Intro and open are the two that confuse me. Intro and open. I don't know. Two very, two different, very different words. words. It's because I scroll up to find the ads. And then when I... I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know... Is that yesterday was Sunday. And this... This has been... The, the Morning, morning After. after. 
Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was.